Oh, ho, 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 what is up, everybody? Greetings, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Padres podcast. As always, I am your host, with sometimes occasionally, but certainly not the most, Javier Reyes. <sighs> you can find some of my baseball work. I don't know why I stopped there. You can find some of my baseball work at places like Baseball FYI, Fridays on Base, Off the Bench Baseball, or Just Baseball, to which I am a staff writer for. We're going to end it there. You guys know where to follow me and stuff. I'll repeat it throughout the show. I want to get into this because it's time for a crossover, ladies and gentlemen, a locked on crossover. I'm being joined by Mr. Rylan Styles, host of not just the Locked On Thunder podcast in the NBA realm, which you might be familiar with him from. He's followed by a lot of important people. It's a big deal. Or Locked On Royals, where he's also followed still by important people. But Locked On Royals is what is important today. But before I we get into all that stuff, uh, Rylan, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Javi. How are you doing today? I mean, you're looking like you're in the library. I like that. I like all the books. Yeah, man. Studious. I like the background, like the new camera, like the microphone. <laughs> I like everything. I'm feeling good today. Friday, everything's good. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good too, man. I mean, look, first of all, everyone, thanks for tuning in uh, for making us your first listen here at Lockdown Padres. Uh, hashtag first listen as they keep telling us to say. We're free and available on all platforms. If you are watching on the YouTube, if you're not, then you know go follow Lockdown Padres on YouTube um, where you could see me and my new HD camera. That's right. If people who have been watching me on YouTube, it's now an updated camera, so everyone has that to look forward to. Um, and also check out and download Spotify Green Room. Uh, I'll be going live tonight at the beginning of the Giants-Dodgers game. You guys know who I am rooting for. At, at Javier Reyes on the app, J A V I E R R E Y E S. But Ryland, dude, I'm I'm in a great mood despite kind of honestly starting off weirdly to, with today's crossover. Been messing up the ad reads and stuff. Love it to be perfectly honest. I don't know what's going on with me. Um, I'm doing pretty good, man. What has been kind of the vibe for you with the Royals and heck, just with sports in general lately? You know, it's been busy. Everything's kind of returning <laughs> now all at one time, so it's been very busy, uh, but. Oh, good vibes only today. You know, I feel it feels good today. I got a lot of work to do, right. but yeah, it feels really good. It's a Friday, man. At least, that's, yeah, that's what we're recording. Um, I'm, I'm just, you know, MLB postseason is the biggest, obviously, topic at hand, and I wanted to have you on because when it comes to doing general talks about baseball, you are, I mean, an S tier guest on the podcast. Longtime listeners are familiar with you. Longtime listeners might have listened to, in my genuine personal opinion, the most underrated episode in Locked On MLB Network, that channel, all of the podcast history, which is when we drafted Thanksgiving foods. I, I, I believe to my very bone, to my soul, that it is the most underrated episode ever put out by anyone on this, at least the MLB Network. I can't attest to the NFL and the the NBA, but I can say for MLB, super underrated, and I'm just glad to have you back on, man. That was great. I mean, I think that that lasted a whole week. We had so much content from it, uh, but mm-hmm. we're going to do it again this year, I think. No, maybe. Who knows? Uh, but mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. I mean, you drafted items I'm not even sure are actually... a draft of some sort. I'm not sure that you drafted items that are edible and exist like, in real life, but I've never heard of them, so oh, that's why I think that you lost that The draft. acorn squash is what I got a lot of heat for, and I think that that was... Just hate. I'm still not sure it's a real thing. <laughs> it's it's a hundred percent real. Sorry that I had a sophisticated palate. All right, oh. and that it wasn't all just turkey and cranberry sauce and your mashed potatoes. I never potatoes. got the cranberry sauce. Do not put that evil on me. That's not. I me. do. I do stand by my take that turkey is just 
not that good. It's everybody stop. Like it's it's good when you mix it together with everything. Uh, but otherwise, it's like what what are we doing? Maybe we'll draft Halloween candies. Maybe candies could be our next thing. We are. That's that's a good one. We're getting in close. October, uh, Lee Ryland. We we're in October. We do our we are sports podcasters after all. Uh, at least for now, until we get to the those candy or Christmas drafts potentially in the future. Uh, but before we get into the playoffs, I just want to ask you: You are the host of Lockdown Royals. What's kind of just your general take on the season? You guys have not too much to be happy about. Uh, a very different type of unhappiness as opposed to my unhappiness with the Padres and their collapse. But, you know, you've got some top level prospects and Bobby Witt, your boy. Um, what's kind of the the feeling around Royals camp before we talk into baseball playoffs and stuff? You know, it's a disappointing season. Uh, this was kind of a season where you were supposed to kind of put your best foot forward and show improvement and uh, kind of, kind of make that push similar to what the Mariners did. You know, obviously Seattle got really close where they were like days away from the playoffs, but you were hoping to be maybe weeks away from the playoffs uh, this year. And then kind of set yourself up for next year because 2022 has been the year that Dayton Moore uh, and the Royals front office has always targeted as a day to get back to the postseason and still sticks by that date right now. Uh, so it's, so it's weird because I talked about this yesterday on lockdown Royals. Uh, you know, it's weird because even as they played so bad this year, you know, they had that amazing month where they were the best team in baseball for the first month of the season. They had a good September. And even while they play so bad this year, the roster won't change much, but yet the playoffs will still be the expectation next year with the expanded postseason mm-hmm. likely coming to town. And also just the fact that you know the natural progression of young players, which will hopefully take place, you're going to hopefully have a better season from all of your young pitchers, which will just make you a better team. You're going to hopefully add Bobby Witt Jr. and Nick Prado, who are two of the best minor league bats in the entire world. Uh, hopefully that makes you a better team in its own right. And then you get some bounce backs from a guy like Connor Dozier, who didn't play very well this year. Uh, and hopefully uh, Mondesi can be healthy, which you know the Royals aren't even counting on that anymore. But still, it's a hope that you can put out there in the universe. And then you add maybe a bullpen arm or two in the offseason, and, and you're a team that can legitimately compete for the postseason. Uh, the only – the only worry is, was this kind of the lone down year for Minnesota, or are they just going to be down for the next couple of years? Because if you didn't capitalize on this division, that's pretty weak whenever you look at it. Uh, you know, the Tigers were scrappy, but they still only finished about two or four games above the Royals. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the Cleveland Ball Club was not as great as they had been, but still pretty good. And then the White Sox were awesome, but like you, you should have beat up more within your division and really. Uh, it was just losing to the White Sox, you know, that that hurt them a ton uh, in this division. So there's a lot to be, you know, it's it's like a glass half full, glass half empty. You can say I don't care about September. They do this every year because they do. The Royals always have a good September. They try to sell you on that being uh, what's going to happen in, in the next season, and it never does come true. Or you can look at a glass half full and, and just evaluate how how young this team is, and hopefully that they'll take a progression that's linear, and you can have that going into next year and make the postseason and have a little fun. Uh, but I think that this year might have taken a step back. I mean, it, it's just hard mathematically to yeah. make up 20 games in one offseason. It just <laughs> is. You know, and that's what you're going to have to do to get to the postseason. You know, you're going to win. You need to win like 85, 90 games. Uh, so I think that you know this year was a step backwards because next year, if they are a respectable team and they finish just outside the playoffs as Seattle did this year, uh, as other teams have done this year, then that's still considered success, even though this team's been targeting 2022. And it's so dangerous not to make it next year because Benetton will be a free agent. He played very well this year. He could be in line for a huge deal. 
how many more years of MVP caliber Salvador Perez do you have left? And you don't want to keep wasting yeah. them. We've wasted them the last yeah. two seasons. You do not want to waste it a third year. You need to make everything that, that makes sense financially. You need to we do everything in your power to buy this offseason and try to get there. But with that expanded postseason, this can all look different. And, and if there's an expanded postseason, then then maybe the goal is actually to make up those 20 games because now those 20 games are 15 or 10 or whatever that mark will be, depending on how many teams that they add. So it's all still up in the air right now. And, and you can either look at this very positively or very negatively. And most of the time, the truth's in the middle. So it turns out that this season was just a big ah. I want to tell you right now about our good friends over at DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar to you? You've got one device that lets you catch the game, another device for live TV, another device for sport highlights, and also your neighbor's best friend's login for all of the good stuff. Well, if that sounds like you, you should check out DirecTV Stream. DirecTV Stream allows you to get your TV together. I cannot tell you how simple this is to get everything that you want without the hassle. DirecTV Stream is your way to get your live and on-demand favorites together like never before. And you can watch your favorite sports, your favorite movies, and your favorite shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no more need to buy another device ever again. And the best part is there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more by going to directv.com and going to directv.com and finding out about DirecTV Stream. Compatible devices required. Content varies by package. And listen, baseball season just finished up, but of course there's still hockey and basketball and baseball season is going to be back before you know it. And a lot of you who have cut the cord are, are looking for ways to watch Bali sports. And it's not on other platforms. It is on DirecTV Stream. Using their choice pack, you can get your regional sports networks back. So go check it out, DirecTV Stream at directtv.com. You know, I'm surprised by two things. I'm surprised by two things. First of all, by how much of a monologue you had just now. It was it was impressive. I did not expect you to be just full in, just go all Royals there for a minute. It was great. I loved it. I thought you were just going to be like, hey, we got Bobby Witt Jr. Hopefully he's great at the end. But instead, you brought up, you know, Salvador Perez, who I think led the league at home runs this year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, or no, was it Otani? I'm forgetting if no, it's Salvi. Perez. It was Otani? Okay. Salvi. It was Salvi? Okay, yeah, yeah. He beat him like by two or three, I think, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Salvi was awesome. Screw the analytics nerds who keep talking about uh, how it wasn't that impressive. Guys, he had 49 bobs. I don't I, I don't care. It was fun. Appreciate something in your life. The freakalytics crowd is what I'm I like so sick of the analytics crowd. I really am. I mean, don't even get yeah. in this crowd. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's that. But I have two final Royals questions that tie into the Padres. Okay. Two of them. First of all, why didn't you trade us with Merrifield when I asked you to? And second, would you like a Carlos Santana for Eric Hosmer swap? Could I could I interest you? And that swap, perhaps maybe throwing, you know, a, a, a pick or perhaps, but uh, I'm wondering if that would be something you'd be interested in over there in Royalstown. Well, Carlos Santana certainly was not any good this year, so uh, it I'll doesn't really. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'll, I mean, take I'll take him. Now he was a ton. He was a lot cheaper, so that helps your pods there because he's a ton cheaper um, mm-hmm. on a deal you can easily get out of if you wanted to. If you only, if you just want to acquire him and then just kind of buy him out, but uh, no, I, I, I think that the. Eric Hosmer thing, 
it doesn't make a ton of sense because he can't DH and you're going to have Nick Prado come up and play first base and be an otherworldly bat. And so uh, the most ideal thing to me will just be keep Carlos Santana, even though he was not very good this year, or at least not, you know, the typical Carlos Santana you would hope for the way that he was in that first month of the season, uh, you know, you're going to be able to slide him to that DH role this year, play Prado at first and kind of elongate your lineup a little bit there with, with Eric Hosmer, you know, I'm sure that he still has a ton of fans in Kansas City, but it would take adding a ton of prospects. I mean, you think about the, the just the amount of contract that's needed, the, the amount of uh, money that's needed, <laughs> the amount of money that's needed <laughs> to, to acquire uh, Eric Hosmer. Dude, but, like, he's a hometown hero. You know, he got you guys ah, the World Series. Girl. Like, like you know, they play that dramatic song when LeBron and see, this James is what I'm comes of, back, right, right here. This is what I'm afraid of. I'm coming home. Come on. You, I mean, I mean, that would be incredible. Wouldn't it be? I think the that Rays would really would never help do this. <laughs> the Rays would never take back Evan Longoria's contract. I couldn't think of a way that they've actually paid before. And I like liked nonetheless. Yeah. The Rays would not operate like, Oh, it's, he's a hero. Yeah. That was almost a decade ago. Right? I mean, <laughs> he can't play. He says he's a bum. I don't care what he did in 2015. If Lucas Duda knew how to throw a baseball, he wouldn't be a home. He wouldn't be a hero. Uh, so <laughs> let's just relax a bit here because he almost lost him game one. He gets thrown out by Duda in game five. Let's he's go, Ryan. Get fired up. <laughs> so I don't I don't want the Royals to operate as an emotional franchise. Good teams don't act emotionally. I don't give a damn what he did before. We can celebrate that with DVDs. We can celebrate that with honorary old-timer games we can celebrate that with retiring his jersey if you want to you don't have to pay him the money he's owed this year just because he won a world series it sounds like you're a little scared that the royals might even consider that that's what that's what i can there tell was right considered at the deadline this year <laughs> what are we doing and the royals notoriously act too much on emotion and they try too hard mm-hmm. to play the, the the heartstrings of the nation. Don't play my heartstrings. Just win baseball games. <laughs> I don't care if you cycle through players before I can even know how to pronounce their name like the Rays do. At least they win ball games. Just win ball games. I don't care how you do it. If you can, if you throw Javier Reyes out there for space and you win ball games, I don't care. Uh-oh. Mad Javier dog is coming you. out. Mad dog is coming out, guys. I don't care. Okay, I don't care about him with the hometown and the love. Uh, but anyways, look, it, it's a terrible offer. It would be a terrible thing for the Royals to do a secretly not well-run team ever since the World Series run that they kind of... A loudly not ran, well-ran team, by the way. Yeah, I think... Yeah, it's not quietly anymore, right? I think it's quiet for non-baseball fans. I think baseball fans are like, oh my God, this team is basically the Mets, but like in a different sort of way, I think. Or the Rockies or and vice versa or what have you. Farm system in baseball and had two good seasons to show for it. <laughs> Yeah, not uh, not great from the Royals. But Ryland, I want to tell you about something that is great, okay? And it's it rhymes it rhymes with Filt Bar. Have you ever heard of Have you ever heard of uh the Built Bars, Ryland? They're really good. I think I've heard of them before. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. They're the best protein bars in all the land, not just in Kansas City, not just in Kansas, uh, in San Diego, all the land. And what I love about them the most, aside from being covered in hundred percent chocolate. You know, soft and easy to chew. I love their variety of flavors. They've got coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, cookies, and cream, which I know is one of uh, Sir Ryland's, one of his favorite flavors. It's really, really good, guys. And they've got all these limited time flavors that they put in uh, out there every now and then. I imagine they're going to have some delicious pumpkin flavor for just the time for the fall season. So 
variety is your thing. Built Bar's got you there. And also, they're protein bars, so they're healthy for you. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams net carbs. Guys, what on earth are you waiting for? Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Remember, that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Once again, guys, I just want to thank you for making Lockdown Padres your first listen every day, or Lockdown Royals first listen every day we are free and available on all platforms including the old tube that is for you youtube see what i did there um so yeah now back to what we were talking about i guess about hosmer because it's just a delight so far uh yeah i really think that it's it's one of those like wishful thinking things on my behalf let me be 100 percent clear everything i said was total bs uh he would be one of the worst moves that you guys could do the only thing you could hope for is that he somehow isn't this bad but he's not a good player you know what I'm saying? Like it's you got to hope that instead of a 0.0 F4, that you get a 0.5. You know what I mean? That's the best case scenario. Yeah, I, I mean, outside of last year, he's been this player, so I, I don't. I'm not going to yeah. hold out hope. Uh, the pods basically gave eight. Unless years, you're attaching McKenzie Gore to this thing, games. it's not very appealing. I think that that's the only thing that could happen. And if I'm a team, I'm asking for heck. If I'm a team, I'm asking for Abrams. Honestly, I'm asking for CJ Abrams, the top prospects for the Padres right now. I'm asking for Gore too, potentially. Like. There's no reason to do this. I, I, the only thing that Padres fans can hope for is that a team does dumb things again, like we were talking about with the Royals. But, Rylan, let's talk about the main topic at hand before we went into the Eric Hosmer thing. If, unless you want to continue uh, just besmirching the man. and Because, trust me, the, the Padres crowd, they love it. They love it. It's so much fun. I don't know if you saw uh, on Twitter the other day or whatnot because you're not as uh plugged into Padres Twitter as I am someone did like you heard about the Zodiac killer got identified I want to tell you right now but good friends over at builtbar.com use our code lock 15 to get yourself 15 percent off of your built bar built bar is a fantastic protein bar it tastes just like a candy bar you will not want to miss out on built bar they have amazing flavors coconut cherry barcia raspberry mint brownie double chocolate salted caramel strawberry orange grease and cream German chocolate my favorite flavor is cookies and cream. I love the cookies and cream built bar. You're going to want to try this out for yourself at builtbar.com, promo code lock 15. They have 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and four grams of net carbs. They're amazing flavor. They're all tasty. They're all healthy. Pre workout, post workout, a meal replacement, a snack, whatever you need. Builtbar.com, promo code lock 15, 15% off of your next order. And if you want to get that mixed box, you'll get two of each flavor. You can try them all out and then reorder the one you love the most, or you can trust my recommendation of a cookies and cream built bar. Try it out today. Use our code lock 15, get 15% off your next order. It's simple. It's fun. It's easy. Make sure you check it out. Did you hear about yeah, that? I heard about that. Yeah, that happened. And someone made this picture. If you guys are watching on YouTube, they photoshopped with the New York Post headline and showed pictures of Eric Hosmer for the headline Zodiac. Dude, the the Hosmer hate on Padres Twitter is just iconic. Shouts to whoever posted that meme. I'm sorry, I don't have your uh, uh at on me right now. But let's talk about the postseason. Uh the first thing I want to start with is what did you think of the two wild card games uh between the Red Sox and the Yankees? and the Dodgers and the Cardinals. And then what's kind of the thing that you're looking forward to most uh, for the rest of the postseason, whether it be matchups, players, narratives, uh, ballpark food, if you happen to be going to game, I don't know. Uh, what did you think of the wildcard game, sir? 
Find out about that wildcard game, the rest of the postseason, and my entire conversation with Javier Reyes. It's always fun whenever we get together. There's also going to be analytics rants and Mad Dog Russo rants and just a lot more fun stuff coming up throughout the week as we splice up this long conversation into more parts. The postseason has been wild so far. Make sure you're checking out Lockdown MLB for all of that postseason content each and every day, reacting to uh, the biggest news from the postseason. It's been a fun, fun time. The Rays got bounced. I was completely wrong after game one. Credit to the Red Sox. The Red Sox have the making of this kind of weird um, and scrappy team. I am fascinated by um, what to watch for in that championship series if the Rays can, if the Red Sox can continue this kind of magical run. It'll be a lot of fun to watch. I, I'm surprised on how they kind of had that stand up and stand and, and to come back and win three straight against Tampa Bay after being blown out in game one was awesome to watch. So there's storylines all over the place. You can catch up on it on Lockdown MLB and then be back here tomorrow on Lockdown Royals, your podcast for the Kansas City Royals every single day. Until then, be good and be good to one another. Join us, this is the place you want to be.